Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. Hey. How are you doing this evening, sis? I'm well and I'm thriving. Oh, so now we can get this thing started. Um, you know, I am excited to talk to you. I'm, I think, excited every week. That's just the, <laughs> the nature of, of how I do things. Uh, but I know that we're going to revisit an episode that we created um, one of the first times that Mercury was in retrograde. So we're going to be re- revisiting self-love on a Saturday today, um, as well as kind of giving some new perspective now. And of course, you know, the things that we do. But I do kind of want to make that clear that at some point we will be revisiting how we felt. And this is almost a year ago, you know, almost a year now when we created this episode and Mercury was coming out of retrograde um, and we were kind of just ah, discussing what that looks like. Um, and I feel like it, it looks, it looks away and it's like, you can kind of compare February of this year to now, you know, October of this year and see what are the similarities and what are the connections. So right. um, keeping <laughs> that, in, keeping that in mind, I know that you're all into when we're going to be back in retrograde. When's the next time um, we can expect a re- retrograde? Okay. Well, this last one, you know, it had started on September 9th and it ended on October 2nd. So that's a correction from the last episode. Cause I think I said, uh, the ninth or the tenth that it was ending, mm-hmm. but um, the next time it starts will be on December twenty ninth. I know there's a couple birthdays, a few birthdays on that date, but uh, okay, okay. Well, shout out to the Capricorns. Will, right, <laughs> shout out that, to the Caps, and that will actually roll into twenty twenty three. Uh, actually, to January eighteenth of twenty twenty three. Okay, so you're letting me know to go ahead and start praying and fasting now because I don't want to bring any of Mercury's retrograde energy into the new year because usually retrograde is associated with um, miscommunication, electronic, electronic and technical difficulties, but really it's the, the difficulty in communications with people uh-huh. and kind yeah. of the breakdown. And so I'm like, I don't want any of that going into 2023 but I definitely can see that that is definitely something that has been in the air for the last couple of weeks is this this tough time getting the communications down, you know? I, yeah, I like this part that I found this, uh, according to um, one astrologer, retrograde doesn't cause us to make more mistakes. It helps us find the mistakes we've already made. Um, it's a great time to reflect, renew, relax, rest slow down and heal so it's actually bringing out stuff that we need to work on we may need to work on or that's <laughs> in the future and so I already had my little stint and there was some miscommunications text messages were not going through mm. um, it's that technology that's that's a two-for-one girl that's the technology never- and it's the communications. Right. Never had that happen. Um, mm-hmm. The flow of communication. You know, we had a flow. And then I was just like, it's it's been a minute. Like, what's going on? But what I've learned from it, I just need to go ahead and just, you know, chuck it up and be like, or actually not chuck it up, but nip it in the bud and be like, yo, what's up? Instead of just letting it linger, and I'm just like in la la land, like what is going on? Because that was just it was I strange. Like the I've lesson. never had, I've never had that like happen, and actually seen screenshots of where messages were not exchanged that had been sent. Hmm. Crazy. Uh, well, I've had that happen to me before, where the messages weren't sent, and I have screenshot it to prove my point. But I definitely see the life lesson there, where you said the thing for you is to not to communicate that's basically your life lesson right you know is to to make sure that you you know verbalize what is important to you or reach out to someone so I mean and and that is something that must be in the air in the water because I know that on our sidebar combo we were discussing all the makeups and breakups that have been happening or been announced during this retrograde season from you know um, MVP quarterbacks to um, childhood 
actresses, you know, just everyone feels like they're Reality falling apart stars. right now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> so, okay, so let's delve into that. I mean, what do you think about what's what's going on with all everybody getting divorced or separating right now? I won't say, I feel like it's not over until it's over, but, you know, announcing separations at this time, I feel like miscommunication in action. I think once people announce it, that is their they're letting themselves know like I've made a decision this is this is what it's gonna be like it's it's already put out there mm-hmm. well yeah especially when you're in a more public you know I mean right these are our celebrities I know that you were mentioning the um football player <laughs> and I said I said I re- I'm not gonna say anything until we are in the show so I do want you to kind of express what your concerns were when you heard about that divorce of um Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen I mean, I just, you know, heard, I don't know, what I do know is that they had a a mutual understanding and it was expressed and promised that he would, uh, he was supposed to be retiring and would be spending more time with the children and the family. And it seemed like he uh, went back on his word and she was like, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but there could be more to it like we don't you know this is just what's playing out in the media, media there could yep. be to it. but I mean that's a lot of years to put in but well you, you have to do pros and cons because yes everything ain't what it seems it, it it's illusions well I I appreciate that and you're I think that's spot on <laughs> I'm like I think that's spot on but as someone who you know enjoys football I have to say she knew who she was marrying. He was Tom Brady when they got together. Okay. And so if he feels like he still has some gas left in the tank and he wants to ride that thing all the way out to E, because I mean, he's had a long career, but he played for the Patriots for most of that. And he definitely was fragile, like a glass vase, and they were not letting him get touched that much. So he probably has many more years ahead of him. And I mean, he's setting records. He he feels it in his spirit. He's not done with his pursuit of happiness. And I think that's kind of what she was saying in that article in Vogue. You know, there's, there's things she wants to do. You know, their kids are older. I feel like couples get in jeopardy at times when they've grown and then now their kids are not little. Um, their kids have their own independent lives and are developing personalities. And then, you know, parents are sometimes looking are around. Kids? Well, he has, he has a, a teenage son that's, I think, 15 or 16 from a previous relationship. And then his kids with her are, like, I think, 8 and 13 or some 8 and 10. Um, girl, I don't know. Girl, that's a, like, that's a, that is the particular age where they need to have both parents in the household. I just... Mm. Mm. Do you, you think that decision? if he wasn't playing football? No, see, I don't think... I don't know if that's a real a real decision. Well, she but... probably doesn't want him to get a CTE. You can get hurt on that field. She knew who she married. You know, she had been with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio before. <laughs> she she seems like she yeah, and if interesting he didn't characters. Wanna, see, no. And then he shouldn't have had he shouldn't have had no additional kids with her if he didn't want to spend any more time at home. They didn't. They just had the two that they had. They knew when they were having children, they were having children. So I don't know, girl. I, I to <laughs> me, I to me, I've not worked up over Tom doing his thing because I feel like there's definitely more to this relationship. I mean, because she knew who she married. Like, he wasn't like, oh, he was a principal. Now, all of a sudden, he's a football star. Our life is so different. She was a model. I mean, I feel like she is ready to do her own thing, and I think that's the truth. I don't think it's so much of what he promised to do, because it doesn't sound like she want to be at home with them kids anyway. She want to get busy in these streets, so don't get mad at Tom, because he brought Well, no, I'm not getting mad at him. You know what? (laughs) Not you, but I'm just expression. These are discussions Mm. that people need to have before they get married. Mm -hmm. Uh, lesson (laughs) I mean period like you know what do you what is your expectation like this is the career field that I am like for example like if you were you know you were engaged and going to get married to an actor you know that they have projects that can run three to six months or they might you know what I'm saying they mean Mm -hmm be gone for a whole year or Mm -hmm. you know they're going to be traveling a lot is that something that you can deal with Mm -hmm. girls speak on it I mean because another uh, breakup that you had mentioned to me was Tia Mallory and her husband Corey Hardrick yeah okay I just remember him from that movie Karen (laughs) 
That was such a, I mean, I don't really remember the brother from many other things, but that Oh, yeah, Karen. he's played in a lot of, um, uh, what's the other series off of Netflix about the football? I think it's a homecoming. He's in the spinoff series, but he's been on a lot of different um, oh, shows. Oh, yeah, he is now. He's the coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's now getting his time, but she was winning a lot, a lot, long, <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. longer, but, but they're a cute couple. So you said they're they're calling it quits but they're doing it classy you were telling me or, or like right people they're who have, doing their family still... they still have kids you know they have a child right or two or yeah two? they they got two and they're, oh, okay. they're still showing love to each other you know through social media but they just reconciled that they are in you know they're going their separate ways you know as they, they should as they should it sounds like they're consciously uncoupling right. as Gwyneth Paltrow would say and you he's know. younger <laughs> than her I didn't know he was younger than her she's 44 and he's 36 oh Oh, okay, cool. Oh, she has some of them cougar jeans. I like that. <laughs> okay, well, you go for it. I mean, she's looking, you know, she's looking divine. So that that's wonderful. Well, sad for their relationship, but wonderful for, for her. Good, good for her and good for him. Because I think the homecoming show is doing well. And like I said, he was great in Karen. That was... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen that movie, but it was about a care anyway. BET kind of. I mean, whew, BET and Lifetime. It's like they're competing for these for this content. But anyway, <laughs> I don't like it. Not to sidebar too much. Um, and then you also mentioned another couple. Who else was breaking up that you mentioned? Oh, I had seen that. Uh, uh, oh, housewife. Oh, yeah, okay, housewife, Cynthia. Okay, Cynthia okay. Bailey and her husband Mike, whatever his last name is. But um, oh, good, because I mean, that made me ask the question because you brought brought up Mike Hill, and so the question is, and I'll let you finish your thought. But once you're done, answer this question: Would you marry a known cheater? Boom. You know, like would you if you knew that the person had a track record of zero? to like 500 or 0 to 100 because he's been in quite a few relationships or dated people so or so the rumors were talking about in these streets you know how the streets are they, they're always talking but uh but well, would a- you... alleged facts but anyways the, the streets honey I mean right. I, I, <laughs> I don't live in the streets but every now and then I hear a street tale and it's like oh okay but uh we've heard like you said allegedly uh, that he was a known cheater, but out of his own mouth. So I, is it alleged right. if no, they've actually it, admitted and yeah, they wrote I, a book I, like I was a dirty dog? Right. I saw the interview. Okay. It was right out okay. of his own mouth. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So we're not, <laughs> we don't have to worry about any loss, nothing like that. Well, no. I, I'm just repeating what the brother said about himself. Okay. Right. And I feel like he knows himself a lot better than I do, according to Sister Maya Angelou. So he let, Mike Hill let us all know that he was a cheater. So with that being established, I'll let you finish and then answer the question. Would you marry a known cheater? Because no. I have thoughts. I have thoughts. <laughs> no. I mean, she could have, you know, maybe just, you know, had some fun or, you know, enjoyed the time for what it was. But marriage, that's like a commitment, a contract, you know, like I said, a covenant. I mean, it's like you marrying a known cheater. That's like you dre- driving a specific car knowing this this is the issue is going to break down. Like, yeah, it's got a recall on it. Right. <laughs> They want that car back in the factory. Some parts are defective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. That's a strong. I mean, we're Sister Whitney when I need her. Hell to the no, no. That's a that hard is no. Just, no, that's a. Mm-mm. There's not even no chance. There's Be- nothing that you could do to prove to me that you're. I I just wouldn't even want to put myself in that situation. Already been in a situation a relationship a marriage like that why would i do that i the gr- girl i just hear sister mariah somewhere singing you're delusional <laughs> it's like <laughs> like don't be delusional i feel like that's that's not a healthy look but i feel like a lot of people make that choice because you want to believe in love and you mm-hmm. want to believe in that other person but her track record though i'm not gonna get on Mike. like it's all Mike, because like you said you don't know the two sides to relationship, but we definitely know that according to the show, if you follow the show, she was engaged a thousand times herself. I think 19 or some really ridiculous number. And then this is going to be her second marriage. And she, you know, she don't stay in a marriage that's toxic long, which she shouldn't. And she's of a certain age. And I feel like when the lady's over 50 years old and they're getting married to you, 
know that they could also get rid of you really quickly too. You could be dismissed just as easily, just right. as easily as they said I do. They could also be moving out and having their own backup place. They probably never sold their original home. You know, just all those kind of things. I said those are grown women, so don't play grown women games. You know, like you marrying a grown woman. If you at not coming correct, you could easily be back on the you know back in singles paradise. You know. It's right. up to you. Don't be no fool. Yeah. So with it being self-care on a Saturday, it's like, you know, why would you, like you said, why would you go down that road? You're going to have to, and you gonna have to go through some more healing. You're going to have to like mm-hmm. retread and yeah. It's, and get yourself together. It? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. And I love too, that we're still focused on the self-care. I mean, you know, one element of that, of course, is communication. So I definitely right. am happy we got all the mercury retrograde and, you know, making up to break up and just working on your communications. I think that's what's key. Anytime, you know, retrograde is coming about to know when to hold them and fold them, know when to have that conversation, know when to just have it at a different time when mm-hmm. both parties can really hear each other and the communication is there. And be I present. Mean, yeah, I know you were mentioning with your situation, it was texting. And sometimes I'm a, a fan of text communications. But if it's something that's really deep, heartfelt, or that I need the person to understand, I, I like a phone conversation, preferably. It would be mm-hmm. nice face-to-face or FaceTime. But if nothing else, you know, a phone conversation so I can get, you know, the inflection, the tone. I can get the nuances. I can know when maybe you're stuck on a point that I'm making. So right. that's kind of my shout-out for communications. Oh, yeah, I prefer person to person, but the the text wasn't even like a a deep, you know, it was like, it wasn't even a deep text, but it was just, it just kind of just snowballed into something else. I was like, (laughs) whoa. Okay. I mean, sometimes, and sometimes that does, that does happen. So (laughs) with that in mind, I know we're going to get ready to segue into the self-care on a Sunday, uh, Saturday episode um, that we did take, like I said, back in February. Um, And it's still relevant this month because we also are in uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We just did a whole episode on that and on domestic violence awareness last week. And of course, in the self-care, we do discuss, you know, getting your mammograms, getting yourself checked, mm-hmm. or knowing your mental health. And I do think that these are vital, vitally important things as we go into cuffing, fall, winter, and the cold months. Holidays, for most of America. Yep. Oh, girl, you know? especially with them holidays, girl, with them holidays, get your self-care together so that you won't be a hot mess. You know, enjoy the holidays. Don't dread them. <laughs> right. You know, because unfortunately, you know, depression can set in, you know, unfortunately, there's been a lot of suicides this year. Um, and so, again, we'll have links because if you need to talk to somebody, you need to reach out, you know, love yourself. Mm-hmm first and yep. foremost <laughs> I say you are important and you know you're needed so um, with that so Monica am I missing anything no that's everything all right then so without further ado let's get into the episode it's about mental health I think we all have been made aware of you know some uh, I guess the last week it feels like you're just hearing about so many people who are suffering from you know mental health or from suicide um you know just different things and I think you know with Chelsea Crist you know and her passing it's really I'd say elevated yeah yeah yeah, amplified and elevated the conversation on um mental health on depression on suicide because I know that you know you can look at someone's resume and go wow she was beautiful. She was young, gifted, and black. She, mm-hmm. you know, a, a they call that high func- high functioning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she had the world, you know, in her palms, so it looked on the outside. Right. But that's the thing about mental health. There's and layers I, to it. Yeah, very much so. And you know, just you know, just we're all just kind of being real here because that's how we are when we have our conversation you you know you and I have a a radical kind of of honesty about a lot of things which Mm -hmm. you know we talk about our you know what's happening in our bodies what's happening in our spirits and our minds right and and there have been times when you know your energy has been down and I know you know and I check on you or we pray or when I'm not at my best 
then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you listen to your spirit and then you're reaching out to me or you're sending me that text. And I, you know, I go back to why we have the sign out that we do, you know, check on your, right. check on your loved ones, check on your people, because, you know, that could just... be the thing that gives them a moment of pause, not saying that that'll stop, but sometimes when you realize or someone lets you know, it's in your mind, it's not as dark or bleak as it is. It's important. So Right, just to have that support and encouragement, or just to even you might not even need to say anything with the, to them. They just mm-hmm. they just need to know that you're there, even if you just sit there in silence with them on the mm-hmm. phone or near yep. them. Like it's just that energy of that person. It's that know. sisterhood. It's that support. Right. It's that friendship. It's that love. It's that caring about someone else. You know, I definitely think that in times of tragedy, we know to to sit and be present for people. But, you know, sometimes even the people who are the happiest and the brightest have moments where they need they need some extra support. And I really I really come to appreciate that because I definitely know that a lot of people know my public persona. And Mm -hmm. and it's true. It it is who I am. You know, I'm trying to be a more optimistic, positive, you know, realist kind of person but every now and then you know people who do know me I mean definitely I like my solitude don't get that confused but you you know but but I do I do appreciate a good check-in even if it's a text sometimes it's not an hour-long conversation because I don't need that but you know that text message this lets me know that oh wait you still thought about me I appreciate it and I'm trying to get better as well at sending those out to people you know, just to let you know, hey, I'm, I was thinking about you. And so I just want to say that I'm fully aware that you can look perfect on the outside and still mm-hmm. need help and love. So I say, check on the people who seem perfect even harder, you know, right. and, then the, and then the ones that you know are a hot mess, check on them as well, too, you know? Because yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I know with, you know, with me, I... <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? I try to figure it out until I get to the, to the, to the end of it. My mom mm-hmm. be like, really? <laughs> Why didn't you? Cause I don't want to bother anybody, but I shouldn't mm-hmm. be like that. But that's how I am. Like Man, I, and That's how know. a lot of people are. That's how a lot of people are. I know that that right now, the mother of that of <clears throat> is really, really impacted by, it. I was reading her statement uh, a little bit earlier in the, in the day and, you know, she just spoke about how she talked to her daughter every day, how she was her best friend, how, you know, and it's like, yeah, people can really hide things as well. Or or people can just go, oh, well, she was just a little day or I didn't I didn't think about it. You know, no, check on check on your person. It, yeah. it doesn't hurt. Check check on that person. We all need it and we all appreciate it. So, you know, and and then also you know, rest in peace to Regina King and her family. I mean, yeah, my goodness, you know, yeah, it's like, wow, people can go, well, why did, why did he do it? He had, you know, the world in his palm as well. And it's like, no, that isn't mental health and depression is a real thing. And sometimes you need to also seek outside medical, I said medical interventions. Like yes. if you need to be on medication, don't let there be a stigma. Don't let people have gaslight you. Yeah. Something. Something. Work it out. There's no shame to therapy. I no. feel like at this point, if you are in our age group, you know, grown and sexy <laughs> and you haven't seen a therapist, shame on you. Why haven't you? Right. <laughs> we you, all have something to unpack. Why right. haven't you? Who who are you fronting on? Oh yeah, go ahead. It doesn't a matter. Neutral yes. party is mm-hmm. very <laughs> helpful. Like mm-hmm. I've I I'm a witness to <laughs> therapy for myself, and I I've watched what therapy can do to some people. I've watched it go ahead and, t- and completely completely change people around. Where you're like, hey man, you know that's what you needed was to talk and work it out with someone. Like you said, a third mm-hmm. party who is not tied to it, right? Because it is a different conversation when I talk to you you know me you you know you love me it is what it is but we talk to that therapist you know they are just looking at the the facts they're giving you the suggestions they're hearing what you're saying they're maybe giving you a different way or a different perspective and I definitely know that when people have conversations with me and they bring situations to me I'm always like well let's you know this is how you're looking at it but really could it be this mm-hmm. way you know just right. to kind of give you an outside like it's not as bleak it's not as hopeless but I also believe in that medical intervention. If you need to be on your medication, don't have anyone out here thinking that there's a problem. I personally, for a while, was thinking they should just pump the medication in the water, 
so that everyone just gets it. You know, everyone needs to be on something. Well, just technically, there is some medication in the water already. <laughs> well, but I was like, that's a, that's a whole sidebar conversation. Right. People take for granted the quality of water. Right. Everybody's water ain't the same. We're very blessed in the Northwest, and if you live in the shadow of a mountain somewhere, whether it's color, you know, whatever, or near you're blessed. Well. Yes, you're blessed. Your water is good, but that is not the whole country. So I will just leave it like that. <laughs> but you know, just kind of back to you know the mental health and just take care. You know, take care of yourself. If there is medication, you should be on be on it. And I know for you, Monica, that that is not something that you like. I know you don't personally like to be medicated and that is that's not a choice you would make for yourself yeah I mean but you know in my history I have Mm -hmm. um but for period not for long long periods of time Mm -hmm. I tried not to you you don't have to take it for long periods of time you could just take it until you get out of that that funk that 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 moment that black hole that you know Mm -hmm. you know where you just get you're you're coming up from air and then Mm -hmm. you're like okay I think I can you know, wing off of this, mm-hmm. you know, and then go back to your life to resume right. your life. Yeah. Your balance, because see, people take for granted that it is a chemical imbalance that something is, something is off. So I don't care if it's herbs, fruits, berries, you know, prayer, your, uh, your time with your therapist, you need it all. All yeah. of it is part Exercise. of being, yep. All of it is part of having a full, rich life where you take care and value yourself. Right. Cause if you don't take care of yourself, then all the people who depend on you, they're going to be out of luck as well. And you're right. not going to be here in the land of the living. And we don't want that. You know, well, like they say in the airplane, you need to put your mask on first. But girl, save yourself. Okay. So you can save <laughs> others. <laughs> that honey, that is, that's, that's food for thought. Now, one of those things that I really appreciate about you as well, though, like I said, we have radical truth. So we talk about, you know, our health insurance, our da, 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 da. You are so about, <laughs> that health insurance and utilizing your benefits and you know I can appreciate having good health you know health insurance and good health benefits what are some tips that you would give someone Monica that maybe they are not using their medical right now or maybe they're confused what what are just some words for the people honey give them your knowledge right now share it with them <laughs> this is a lesson well, whoever your insurance provider is I'm pretty sure they got an app Mm -hmm. or a website and so you need to log on and you need to look at your plan you need to look at what your deductible is have you met your deductible for the year because that will make um an impact on what your co-pays will be or what percentages you're going to have to pay until you meet that deductible for example my deductible for the year is 350 Mm -hmm. thank you (laughs) (laughs) but Hmm. 350 dollars. so i've already met mine and so, for example, now when I go to the acupuncture, my copay mm-hmm. is only $10. Okay. And I believe I get like 20 or 24 visits with the acupuncture. But you want to know your benefits. It you want to like. know your benefits and all the different specialties or like the chiropractic, acupuncture, counseling, see how many visits you get and mm-hmm. see, you know, uh, see what the copays are going to be. So that way you can budget or you can you know figure out also what um you know as far as the the people that you want to see as far as the doctors and so forth are they out of your network you know um will they you know allow you to pay on a sliding scale because you have to i mean you have to take care of yourself I mean, you know, the pair of shoes can wait. If you need to go to that counseling appointment, girl, go, go. to the counseling appointment. Yeah, choose, choose yourself. Choose your mental health. Choose your overall wellness. Well, what, you know, when we were discussing this, you know, in our little sidebars, I, I mentioned that I like the fact that you're like, make sure you take care of your annuals. And I'm like, okay, girl, make oh, sure you to explain what, yes. what are these, what are these annuals in which you speak of, ma'am? Well, you know, the, uh, yes. the, the woman annual, what they call mm-hmm. the pap smear, you know, mm-hmm. and then also the mammogram. Mm-hmm. So, oh, girl. Amen. Okay. You know me. I always have to interject when there is a relevant story. Mm-hmm. And I think that within the last year or two, we both have reached the age where we have had to have our first mammogram. And I know that is something okay. that frightens a lot of women. And no, this isn't October. But yes, we are going to go here for a minute, you know, right. because if it's impacting the community, which it is. Okay, it is a it is impacting you and someone you know, maybe your grandmother, maybe your auntie, maybe your cousin. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and go here. 
go get that mammogram. No, yes. we were we were talking about places that we love and experiences. Now I know that in the past mammogram situation may not have been that great because I, you know, I've heard things from my my relatives that are female and they didn't necessarily have the same experience. But I went to and I will shout it out and you know, this is just my experience. Of course you go where you want to, but I went to the Seattle Cancer Care Alliance for my mammogram. And they had new, they had a new machine, new technology. The uh, techs were really uh, professional. She was like, you know, this is not going to hurt. You don't need to be a pancake. It just needs to be a little, you know, some pressure. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just such a beautiful, for me, it was a full experience, you know, because right. my, my grandmother, you know, had breast cancer. And as a child, I went through that with her not knowing really what was happening just going home and kind of showing my mom what (laughs) what they did to you know grandma at the doctor Mm -hmm. that day you know and just you know kind of living in that shadow she had a you know she it's so it was so it's a whole thing for me so you know I was in I was in that that room you know and I actually took a video and you know just for myself you know because I was like just how it was 20 years ago or how it was 30 years ago to go through, you know, breast cancer to have to go get yourself looked at, you know, just that whole thing. I just was very grateful to be living in the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Living in the time that I I'm in, you know, being able to be there. And of course, after you get your, you know, they'll tell you right away (laughs) pretty much what's going on. They, you know, by the time I left, I knew what was happening with myself. But right. I love they gave me a little chart. They explained like this is fatty breast. This is a breast that's dense and fat. You know, and I was like, okay. And they're like, this is the kind of breast you have. And I'm like, okay. And you know, it was it was a whole thing. And I felt better. And the knowledge was the power. And believe me, I have walked around like I am glad that I did that. I'm glad I didn't wait. You know, I know that. At 45, I will be there getting that colonoscopy and, you know, mm-hmm. doing all the things. Colon care is important as well. So I just, sorry, I just had to take that little sidebar just to say, do it. It is not as scary as people might tell you. It doesn't take that long, you know, at least now in the pandemic protocol, you know, it didn't take that long at all. Mm-hmm. And it'll give you peace of mind, you know, and if it doesn't go the way you think, it's always better to stop something at the beginning than try to fight it at the end, you mm-hmm. know? So that's just, you know, that's just my take on it. But where did you go? You said that you had two experiences. You said there was a place that you loved and then there, you were like, there was a place that was all right. So Yeah. So my, my first one, um, I went to a, a imaging place in, uh, South of Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so I, cause you know, everybody goes there. It wasn't a specialized place for mammograms, you know, mm-hmm. they just do mammograms there. But the second oh. place I went to was the um, Carol Milgarg uh, Breast Center in Tacoma. And mm. that setup was, I mean, it kind of felt like a spa because they had mm-hmm. you come in, they give you a locker with a key. Yeah, we have that. Yeah. Give you a disrobe. And, yeah. But like you said, they explain everything. They were really nice. Um, it was, you know, soothing. I got in there, got out, and, you know, got my results. And, um, you know, they follow up with you. Mm-hmm. And I will go there next time. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I can't imagine going any other place, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, even if it comes to paying out of my pocket, you know, it, it's worth it, you know, and that's one thing I'll say, that's a, a life lesson, one of the lady lessons is your health is wealth and you should be able to invest in your health. You know, I know a lot of right. people, they like to um, self-analyze because everyone thinks that they're a doctor, especially that's why I'm like, no, I tell my medical professionals or the people who I can be, um, radically honest with about my health right uh, but I don't tell everybody what's going on in my business because where did you get your medical degree at again right mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll wait mm-hmm. okay yeah thank you okay wait where did you do your internship at again okay I'll wait so, <laughs> right. how, so yeah so no that's so I'm not even worried about that like your right. residency where was that at no so uh, I don't I don't waste time trying to explain things that are out of your your scope you know because that's that's not necessary but you know 
go, 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 go and have someone that you can really like break down things with. Like, this is what this means. This is what this doesn't mean. Be worried or girl, this is what I have. So I just want mm-hmm. you to know if you see me <laughs> pass out, this is why I passed out. This is this is just a hypothetical. Right. And, this is not your, real. Right yeah. And your primary, when you get to that age, your primary or your, you know, lady doctor, your OBGYN, they should actually they kept asking me they were like did you get your mammogram did you make an appointment like they were on me and mm-hmm. so yeah if you're if you're if they're, your doctors are not doing that yeah they're not yeah. switch. you might want to switch, we'll switch. Uh, mm-hmm. providers. You, you can interview mm-hmm. your doctors you don't just have to go mm-hmm. to anybody it's your insurance Wait, say that again. I think I want to make sure everyone <laughs> knows that because I, like I said, I pay out of, you know, I will pay for where I need to go. If I think that the service and the quality of health, if it's what I need, right. oh, I'm, I'm worth it. So <laughs> say that again. You said you can interview, you can interview your, doctor. your doctors. You can it's break up with your insurance. doctor like you would a boyfriend. Yes. Like, okay. Yes. Okay. You can interview them. <laughs> okay kick him to the kick her kick him to the the curb oh you know i didn't like that last experience i'll be trying you know doctor right. so-and-so yeah okay i like it that's real i mean that's real. musical chairs until you find the right one yeah it, and there's no shame to it because some doctors don't get you some doctors will look at you and they won't they won't get it i know for me my doctor They'll size has gr- you up yeah i know my doctor has grown with me you know and i appreciate that about my physician you know and we we had that discussion once about would you refer people you know like right. do you make referrals and i'm like yeah I, I definitely will refer people you know if they ask me you know i would say i love my dentist i love mm-hmm. my doctor you know those are all you know i do give referrals so i wonder do you give people referrals monica I sure do. Yeah. If, I mean, if they ask, I will. Yeah. 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 Cause that's what, that's what's up. I'm like, I'm not going to keep it to myself. If I've had a good experience. Yes. But what I don't think we talk enough about is when the experience was trash. Okay. (laughs) You're using one of my words. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But it was a garbage, a dumpster fire. Okay. It's like, what is going on here? Oh yeah, girl. I was, well, it came kind of full circle because that, Mm -hmm. that particular, uh, physician ended up retiring so I was like you know I get I really don't have to send my review in now so because <laughs> you said you're about to someone was gonna get a scathing review it wasn't gonna be kind it were no no five no. stars it wasn't a five no. star review Ooh. no no I I understand girl I tell you that's the difference between being 21 and going to the doctor and being grown now and going to the doctor right. I remember being 21 and hearing you know hearing a nurse at a local facility in the neighborhood and everyone knows I represent South Seattle. Uh, I don't mean Burien or uh, Tukwila. I'm talking about South of the Central District, the true South is. <laughs> okay. So, you know, now I'm, of course in the neighborhood, there's a whole kind of medical clinics left and right. But at one time there was only one, you know, clinic that was right there on Rainier next to the old taco time, I'll say. <laughs> Uh, so you have to really be in the neighborhood to know where that is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not too far from a couple of churches that people know. So anyway, I'm at, <laughs> I'm at this, at this place and I can hear the nurse and it, it hurt my spirit because she was a, like, she was not only was she a sister, but you know, I've been, you know, I grew up going to that particular clinic because you know, that's the health insurance, you know, that my parents had, whatever, right. whatever. And well, actually I will say this. I appreciate my dad's health insurance a little bit better than my mom's because, you know, Teamsters, you do what you want to do. You know, Look, did you uh, have that double coverage? I had double coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Because a Teamster, you know, you, you get the best of the best. You know, I, I'm very pro union. And I, a side note, I was very happy to read this <laughs> this week that, you know, the millennials and everything, they're very getting back to being pro-union, but that's another sidebar conversation. Right. But yes, honey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm from union people, so it'll be what it'll be. And we can have this conversation outside of this, <laughs> outside this podcast anytime, okay? DM me. I'm ready for this. I am very pro-union. So like I said, um, a couple of generations of Teamsters, and we're Black, so that already tells you a lot <laughs> right there. Yeah, it's not always easy getting into every union. But, you know, then, you know, my mother has her union that she's associated with. So, you know, I grew up going there. So kind of hearing this lady be like, now nah, she's probably not sick. She's probably this or that. Girl, 
it's, it was none of that. I was sick. It was the flu. But after that, I never, I didn't go back down to that clinic until I got my own. I, I never went back to that clinic and I got my own insurance and I was very happy to get to choose my doctor, like you said, to make up, break up, to find someone who, you know, who fit my needs and right. who made sense. And you have to also look at your doctor holistically. Like one of my doctors I went to, I know that they, she, she ended up going into private practice later and it's not, it's from my, my 20. So it's not my physician, current physician mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I remember she would always have the, the, the reps, like the pharmaceutical reps would always be giving her things to try. And I'm going to tell you this girl, me and hormones, I'm not someone that could be on a bunch of birth control and all that. Cause nope. that will have me crazy, but she had the patch, you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> when it was you know still you know beta yeah it was on the market (laughs) but they were still trying it on people right so she gave me that patch and you know what I shout out to my my girlfriend in Chicago because she knows the story to be real (laughs) that patch had me so emotionally uh crazy I mean and I mean seriously like not only not just crying at the drop of a dime but just like anxiety written like that patch it was I had to take that mess off of me and quick and I was like, mm, see, I don't want a doctor that wants to test everything on me. Please don't test every. I'm not a Mm-mm, guinea pig. That's no. why black people don't like to go to the doctor now. As it okay? is. Yeah. I'm like, please don't test this mess out on me because that thing had my heart. <laughs> I'm sweating. My heart's pounding. I, I have. Girl, such a sound like it had you fear. in premenopause. Girl, I was like scared to go into like you know a social situation that I needed to go to something no, that I had waited that I had no waited bueno. for. Girl, I, I have waited. You know, you like you wait right. to be introduced to like the person's friends and family. Right. And then it's like, time's up. Let's let's meet the friends and family. And I'm like outside the restaurant, like, I can't go in. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Girl, I think I went back to my job and hung out with my homegirl, truly, and like took her home when she got off. Cause I was like, I just can't. I was like, just the, the mental stress, honey. The next the next day that patch had to go. <laughs> I was like, no, no patch for me. So anyway, that was a sidebar conversation. Right. But, you know, also uh, make sure when your doctor is trying out new medications and new things on you that they tell you um, what to expect and really if they say start off with half a tablet and then get to a full tablet, really follow their instructions, the especially if it's yes. new, especially if it's something that's new. Be aware of how you felt before. It's like to me, I feel like when you're starting a new medication or a new treatment, it's like a before and after. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like take a picture or just make a quick note in a journal or on your phone somewhere. You know, this is how I felt before. Voice memo, yeah, yeah. This is this is what's gonna you know, and a week from now, this is how I'm feeling now on it. This is what I'm taking. You know, just because. It's your body. So oftentimes, you know, we can go through ebbs and flows and not realize like, wow, you are really, you're really happy or girl, Mm -hmm. you are really on some, some petty, petty. And you don't realize that those spikes and those ups and downs that they might have to do with, you know, the different side effects that come to different things that are introduced into your system. So yeah, the chemical reaction. Yeah. So I definitely believe in kind of monitoring how you introduce or try new things in your system. So that would be my advice. Okay. So sorry, Monica, any other <laughs> advice you were telling them about the, the copay, well, the deductibles, you were talking about the deductibles and copay and I'm like, okay, well, what else, what other facts should they know? Oh, well, like I was saying, utilize your visits. I mean, maximize mm-hmm. your insurance and especially take advantage of, you know, the therapy and counseling. Mm-hmm. And even if, so if you are working, most jobs have what's called an um, employee assistance plan and you can mm-hmm. get free counseling through there. Um, mm-hmm. Usually you can get like six, depending on your employer, like five or six visits mm-hmm. and you can get time off for it too. Uh, believe mm-hmm. me, I have uh, taken advantage of that because mm-hmm. I needed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, mental, um, mental health is still right. real health. I definitely understand that people now, which is really beautiful, they're starting to understand that your mental health is part of your physical. It's all connected. Physiology. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there were times I definitely understand, girl, where I might have needed a mental health day and I didn't, I, you know, and you, you didn't use it and you're ha- having a breakdown. You wish mm-hmm. you would have, you wish you would have selected yourself, choose right. yourself, you know, and we had a homegirl, you know, girl, who, who I'm talking about, who was like, oh, I took a mental health day. And she would say that and we were like what like that sounds kind of radical but honey she was a big proponent of a mental health day 
And I say like, my mom was a big proponent of mental health day too. So I was like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, and th- see, and that's because I know you're, you know, not to give up too much about mama Monica, but mm-hmm. she is, you know, she is from the, me- she has a medical background. Right. So I definitely appreciate that. And like I said, the the energy of of mama mila no she she was a was a worker bee. <laughs> and so uh uh so when you know the whole concept of taking time off for your mental health and everything that's something that is it's a newer thing and please believe me people question it they want right. to know and i'm like i'm choosing me right. and real. more more employers <laughs> more employers I'll, I'll say probably more in the private sector than in the mm-hmm. Governments, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. are providing uh, mental health days, Mm -hmm. and you know, besides your regular vacation or sick days, also, Mm -hmm. yeah, because it's because it's something totally different, and sometimes you just have to have that day, you know, for whatever it it could be that day to just sit in your bed and cry and watch movies that make you sad so that you can be joyful the next day. You know, I don't know. Go take a walk by the water. Go Uh, just mm -hmm. drive somewhere and listen to music. Yeah. Oh, girl. You know a good job. Something that soothes mm, yourself. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the water. And I said, we are very, we're very blessed. You know, I don't know what you have to do in the Midwest. You know, I don't know if you, you know, because we have water everywhere. And there is something that's so, you know, cleansing about just looking at the water, being at the water. Just, you know, to me, it's. I, I don't know. I feel really spiritually connected. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, I remember we were, we were, we were sitting on the beach looking at the Pacific Ocean and we're like, this is amazing. This is amazing. It was like the power is like for me, I'm, I'm always reminded of God's awesomeness when I'm in a situation like that. And I'll just, right. I'll just put it there. I mean, like, cause it's like, wow, that, you know, there's nothing but water. There's no land. It's just, it's a whole, a whole thing. I definitely understand why island countries have a different vibe because they, they face a different kind of reality, you know? So that was another sidebar, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, of course, back to, you know, the most important part, the self-love, the taking care of your mental health, Mm -hmm. the taking care of your physical health, any other thing that you would tell the people? Well, with the self-love also being Mm self-aware, you know, of, you know, the way you think, the way you speak to yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, how you react to things, mm-hmm. because it goes into the self-love part and also with, you know, the counseling therapy, because there's there's different layers that you're going to have to unearth. Unpack. Yeah. yeah, how do your onion, you, if you didn't know that, now you know you're an onion. You're going right. to be unpacking You're the thinking layers. it's yeah. one thing and it's totally another thing mm-hmm. and it's just just even if you just sit with yourself just in silence you know, mm-hmm. take that time out that could be self-love and not mm-hmm. having to tend to anyone or mm-hmm. be distracted by the the, mm-hmm. the you know the phone the tv laptop yeah. you yeah. know but see sometimes you have to get there because see sometimes that moment of silence in that space mm-hmm. is something that's hard for people to just sit right with themselves (laughs) you know that's the thing people are not able to sit with themselves and if you can't sit with yourself then definitely you need to you should i would suggest trying it out at least the therapy session Mm -hmm. just maybe talk to someone you know for real because whatever it is that doesn't give you that peace to really if there's too much stuff that is going on in your mind you know if you have such like you said negative self-talk like I really like what you said about is how you talk to yourself because I remember right. being kind of a group like so, you know a group session for you know black women and that was one of the things they were talking about where your your self-talk like how are we talking to ourselves how do we speak to ourselves because the world already speaks to us uh, and would like us to perceive ourselves in one way right mm-hmm. so are we saying things that affirm what we're getting from the outside are we saying what we know, the truths that we know about ourselves, you know, right. and, and being, and allowing ourselves grace. I think we keep saying that again and again on this podcast. Like, are you, you allowing to. yourself the grace to grow? Are you allowing yourself the grace to, you know, make a mistake and be forgiven, you know? And, yeah, and, and that's the thing you got to, nobody's, nobody's perfect. perfect. It, it, there's, well, even though I'm pretty, cl- people I'm pretty wanna... close. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know you Virgos, <laughs> but <laughs> even, even the projection of you know perfection is mm-hmm. with uh what's her name chris mm-hmm. uh the 
you know yeah the, the young woman that, yeah that was yeah. her that's her name that's yes but well, we say miss chris yeah Hunters yeah miss chris mm-hmm. yeah yes that was and, yeah the perception yeah and she was you know that was what she was working toward that was the the goal for her and that can't be the goal to mm-hmm. be perfect no, it can't. It, that is exhausting. It is a, it is very it is very exhausting and it is mentally draining because right. you're always overanalyzing. I used to tell people this and I don't know if they really heard it, but I was like, You're not gonna critique me harder than I'm already critiquing, critiquing myself. myself that but you're part. but you're yeah. but you are adding a level of stress to me because right. believe me, everything you've told me, I've already been thinking about it a thousand ways. So right. you're not coming at me with solutions. That was one of the best things that the <laughs> that the pastor ever said when we, you know, were attending live services and mm-hmm. we were together when he goes god is solution oriented you know like he's he, he's not about the problems he already has the solution i was like right. Pre- i was like preach preacher on that and uh yeah please don't come out with me with a bunch of like problems i mean negatives and that's the thing about being a perfectionist or you know quote unquote whatever it's because <laughs> because you already are beating yourself up so yeah you really have to um, learn to have positive self-talk right because mm-hmm. like I said I'm giving people good energy and I can see all the love and good things about them and I want to bless people with my mouth and build them up but <laughs> in the same regard I'm you know yeah, I was being yourself. hard on myself yeah. girl, I was beating myself up girl and that's why I said no honey and it's that just, was it's, old it energy. doesn't come to you automatically it's something yeah. that you got to actually practice and vocalize and mm. do every day and that's like exercise girl that's a right. muscle you gotta grow for real you don't change your negative self-talk overnight mm. but you gotta work on it you know right. i definitely know we, we both have those affirmation like post-its on our mm-hmm. like uh our bathroom mirror uh, you know you see mom like my steps everywhere. are ordered i walk by faith look at daughter of the king oh my god right honey, vision my, boards girl i know yes i know you bored and see i ha- i haven't done a vision board even though people i know who do they really do say they manifest great things throughout the year but i definitely know that those little stickies honey reminding myself honey the lord is my shepherd my steps are ordered you know daughter of the king you know whatever whatever you need to see to get you where you need to be love on yourself monica where can they find us again they can find us on anchor spotify and now itunes and please like share subscribe and leave us a comment you can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and with all that love and gratitude (laughs) remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi (laughs) bye